Another contentious issue concerns uh, mandatory minimums in particular with crack cocaine versus powder cocaine, mandatory minimums, which were actually supported by none other than Charlie Rangel and several other members of today's Congressional Black Caucus, uh, despite the fact that those mandatory minimums are called racist. Uh, and, and more broadly, the issue of nonviolent versus violent offenders and how nonviolent offenders' lives are basically ruined and they're being brought into prisons at disproportionate rates. Speak a little bit to those issues. Well, you're absolutely right, Ben. Uh, the, the war on drugs, which people like uh, Michelle Alexander in her extraordinarily duplicitous book, The New Jim Crow, uh, argue she argues that the war on drugs is a explicit effort to re-enslave blacks and and return them to uh, you know second de- second class citizenship at best uh, was instigated uh, by the black caucus nationally. Locally, in places like New York City, the Rockefeller drug laws were demanded by bourgeois residents of black communities who saw the devastation of open-air drug markets. Major Owen, a a congressman, uh, said this is the worst devastation that we've ever experienced since slavery. And so that aspect of the fact that there was the demand was coming from black communities that were seeing the crack epidemic gets completely erased from the narrative, as well as the fact that the meth penalties uh, were identical to crack penalties. The same amount of, of meth possession would yield you the identical mandatory federal sentence as crack, but meth possession is overwhelmingly uh, white and Hispanic. Only about 2% of federal meth cases are black. So if we're going to call the crack penalties racist, anti-black, then we're going to have to call meth penalties anti-white. Um, but the other aspect of the whole mass incarceration conceit that you point out is this notion that uh, the prison population is driven by drug crime, and and that's just not the case. Currently, uh, about 56%, 54% of all state prisoners are there for violent crime. Uh, about 19% are there for property crime. The state prison population is 88% of the nation's prison population, so that's really where the vast majority of prisoners are. In the state prisons, only 12% are there for uh, drugs, and, um, and only 4% are there for drug possession. And the vast majority of those drug possession cases, which again are only 4% of the uh, state prison population, have been pled down from a trafficking charge. Virtually nobody is in prison for smoking a joint. If you're sent to prison for a drug crime, you have a very, very long criminal history. Prison today 
remains a lifetime achievement award for persistence in criminal offending. You have to work very hard to get yourself sentenced to prison. The vast majority of convicted felons are either given community supervision, that is probation, rather than being sent to any kind of confinement, or they're given jail. Only about 32% of all convicted felons uh, actually get a prison term. And, and again, those who do get prison have either committed a serious violent felony or they have a long, long record.